This episode of Atomic Geekdom is brought to you by PennantChase.com, the home of free baseball simulation leagues. Sign up today and join a variety of leagues featuring every player from the history of Major League Baseball. Thanks and enjoy the show. from the very awesome Two Broke Geeks podcast. So we're going to do a little mashup here, the Atomic Broke Geekdom podcast or something. Something like that. <laughs> something ca- catchy like that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yes. We were just, uh, we're, we're two guys excited about this Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice uh, trailer. Very much so. So we thought we'd combine forces here for this podcast and just chat about it for a bit since it's only been out for less than 12 hours. Or 24, yeah, and it's less been- than 24. It's been viewed quite a bit, right? Over on like YouTube and stuff. I would imagine. Um, Let me. I bet I can even get the views up right here on my, <laughs> right here on my screen. But it's really popular. Kind of pretty close to that Star Wars trailer that came out and got like thirty million. Yeah, and it probably took maybe twelve or two hours for that to happen. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, I can't happen to. Star Wars I, is at thirty two and a half or thirty two and a half million right now. Yep. And let me find Batman versus Superman. The official is at ten million, ten and a half million. Oh not bad. Pretty close. Yeah, for only a day. Yeah. Um I was pretty excited I was actually pretty excited they released it early just because they said they were gonna wait until Monday and then some guy from Brazil put it online when he got it for his theater and I was like, no, I am not going to watch a bootleg of this. (laughs) I read about it. You know, I didn't read the the actual description of the, of what was happening, but I read, no, no, I read like, you know, it's just terribly shot. Like we talked about it on our, our uh, geek out podcast about how it looked like a flip phone camera. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, I saw like a still from it and it was pretty bad. And I was like, nope, this is not how I want to see the first trailer. Yeah. I waited. And I was uh, I was rewarded for waiting because I didn't even have to wait that long because then I was at my stepdaughter's lacrosse game uh, the night after it leaked and my phone started blowing up and I looked down and all of a sudden there it was. Yeah, I just got out of work. I drove to uh, this this thing I do on Friday nights and I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, no way. There it is. Zack Snyder tweeted it out and. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, you got to give them credit because, yeah, they're going to do this big thing on Monday where a bunch of IMAX theaters were going to release it and make a big ordeal, an event of it, which they're still doing. But right. Uh, but, yeah, he said, you know, they're going to leak it. We'll we'll put it out in high quality and just, you know. Exactly. But that I just hope it doesn't lead to, you know, like the whole terrorist thing. We can't give in to terrorists. Oh, geez. Are we giving in to, <laughs> to pirates now? Are we going to? Well, Kind of. Uh, well, I wouldn't say they were giving in. I just think that at that point it was like, you know what, just artistically, I guess it's like, you know what, if people are going to watch it, they better just watch it the way I meant for them to see it. You know, if I was Zack Snyder, that would be my thinking. It would because when he posted it, he posted it like hashtag not pirated, hashtag not blurry, hashtag not a cell phone, yeah. stuff like that. So uh, just I think as an artist, he was like, this is not cool. I want them to see it the way I want them to see it. So here it goes and just put it out there. <laughs> yeah, and I think it was I think it I think it worked. Uh, I think everybody was waiting for it and couldn't couldn't wait any longer. 
Yeah. Which is cool. You know, I I don't know how you feel about it being so close to the Star Wars one, but for me, it's a completely different animal. It's not Star Wars versus Batman versus Superman. It's it's just they're two different movies. Oh, oh yeah, totally. Uh you can't you can't say well Star Wars one or Batman versus Superman one. You can't do that like all the no. Marvel all the Marvel it, and DC yeah. fans like to do. Oh gee, yeah. No, um Star Wars is um yeah, like you said, really different and it's a phenomenon unto itself. And honestly, people have been waiting longer for Star Wars. So, of course, that was going to really, really rock the boat and make a a big ordeal, you know, throughout the world. So I wouldn't say in like you said, they're two different types of movies and they're not even close to competing with each other. Star Wars is December this year. Batman v Superman is March of next year. So it's. And I liked that they released so close together. I was just in nerd bliss for <laughs> you know a period of two days straight. I w- I watched the Star Wars trailer a whole bunch of times. I was like, oh my god, December is so far away right. now. And then all of a sudden, the Batman v Superman trailer. I was like, oh my god, not only is December really far, March is even farther. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, I was really happy, and it, it kind of made for, for an exciting early weekend, kind of. Yeah, there was a good electricity, I think, in the in the geek community on my Twitter feed, and I'm sure on your Twitter feed as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, where, can, where can people find you guys on Twitter, by the way? Oh, at 2BGPod. That's where they can find us on Twitter. And mostly it's me, because Justin sort of doesn't, like twitter very much he'll he'll (laughs) pop on there once in a while but he doesn't like it he doesn't like uh the cross conversations that happen and getting the notifications from 10 different people about you know somebody commenting to some getting subtweeted for things that you didn't even comment on and so yeah um Mostly it's me, but once in a while he'll pop on and he'll tag his name. He was talking the other day about the Convergence comics that he's reading and stuff like that. So Yeah, I listened to your last episode uh, where you guys had lunch together. Really, yeah. really enjoyed it. I thought, uh, oh, thought it was good. fun. Good, good. Um, we, we're always surprised when we hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a good conversation too. I liked the, the, the Convergence conversation. And yeah. The, the the secret wars I'm a little more excited for but um, yeah so am I actually and I'm not I I don't read a bunch of Marvel comics I read mostly DC comics which is uh, you know kind of why I got so excited about Batman v Superman but yeah it's, uh, convergence I'm kind of like this is really weird it just feels too temporary it does it feels really temporary it's an event and I get that they are moving their offices so they wanted something to fill the space mm-hmm. but considering the new 52 was only two years old now. It seems kind of soon to have a great big supposedly universe altering event, but we'll see how it shakes out. And I, I don't know about you. We'll get back to Batman v Superman in a second. I enjoy yeah. the new 52. I do too. Um, I've really, of course, everybody talks about Capullo and Snyder's Batman run, yeah. which is awesome. But also um, I, I, I was I'm behind on the Flash, but I read the first uh, volume or two of uh, Bucciolato and um, Manipul's Flash, and it's is really good comics. And also, I started reading uh, some Green Arrow, which started out pretty well, and then got really shaky for a while, and then got better. And I'm also behind on that because uh, I don't read monthlies; I read trades. Sure. So I'm I'm a little behind on everything, but what I've read so far, I've really enjoyed. Uh, I'm going to guess you didn't like the Outsider stuff. Uh, I never read it, actually. Oh, I uh, thought that was the middle the middle run. Maybe it's not the Outsiders. Oh, wait, the Outsiders? Um, no, the, the part I, of Green Arrow I thought was really weak was um, around the time... Uh, I can't remember who was writing exactly, but he went out of the country. He was in like the Arctic and there were like experimented on cyborg animals. And uh, he was he was kind of narrated. It it was a very weak narration where Mm -hmm. 
he was he should have been internal monologuing but he was speaking everything out loud so it was really <laughs> it was awkward awkward writing but then it picked up uh that writer i think actually got canned and it switched writers very quickly after that because uh it got panned and for pretty good reason so yeah uh yeah new 52 you can't go wrong with the batman run uh the jo- the jeff johns aquaman run was really good I haven't read that yet either. I need to considering just volume one. I think that is. Um, And then of course, Jeff Johns and justice league has been amazing. Uh, Yeah. I don't read and we'll talk about this probably when, once we get to this trailer, but uh, even though I love DC comics, I'm not huge on justice league. So I read some of, the run of justice league and then, and then gave it up. Mm-hmm. So not because it was bad, but just because that's not my thing. And sure. like I said, once we, once we dive into this trailer and start talking about, you know, what it, what it means for down the road, uh, I can get into that more. Well, why don't we do this? We talked about it a little bit before. just kind of came up with it. We're going to do some commentary on this two minute, 13 second trailer. Yep. Uh, and, uh, we'll talk the whole time that way. It's not quiet. And you guys have all seen it as much as we have. Yep. So you'll know exactly what we're talking about. So when you're ready, um, I'm I'm ready. I've got it at zero zero right now. All right, I'll count down from three and I hit save play. We'll both hit play at the same time. Okay. So three, two, one, play. All right. So obviously there's voiceovers right now. Uh, yeah, and uh, it starts out not Lex Luthor, but pretty soon it it becomes who I assume is Lex Luthor. And yeah. I kind of, I, I kind of wrote down a little bit of what he was saying. I took some notes on it, but he he talks mostly about um, <laughs> oh, when we get that shot of Chicago and that statue, and there's the people worshiping. I think that's, they're worshiping Superman. Yeah, that's the craziest part. I like how the lights come on gradually with yeah. the statue. Um, I like the colors when he's catching that satellite right there. Yeah, too. real bright reds and yeah. Um, but this is the part where. Uh, well, I'll talk more about those soldiers, but this is the part <laughs> where they start talking about power corrupting, mm-hmm. and Lex Luthor says devils don't come from hell, they come from the sky. Yeah, it and looks like, it very much looks like it, in the beginning they're worshipping Superman here. It does, it, but, and, oh, then, and, then it, and then of course it says false gods, so um, yeah, you do get the idea that people are starting to worship Superman. Oh, and there's oh. Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne. <laughs> it looks great. He's got the gray in the hair right he there. He looks, yeah. Oh, and then that bat suit looks fierce. Yeah, it's it like, doesn't look I, like armor, which I love. No, it looks like fab, like you know, almost like Kevlar, like a texture fab. Yeah, like kind of like Daredevil. Yeah, yeah and that's got to be Batman. And and then this must be the Batplane, no? Maybe. Yeah, there's always a shot of the Batmobile running through fire in every. Batman oh, and movie. then there's that gorgeous full shot of Batman <laughs> standing up. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then, then the, there's on the bridge, of course. I like the armor. I when I first heard that the leaked San Diego footage had the armor, of course, that's you know straight out of Frank Miller right there. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's it uh, visually. Then they they put up the logo, and then the bat logo comes right. in behind it. That uh, goes real quick, right there. Yeah, it's, it's a surprising fast, how even we, though it's two minutes, it goes <laughs> so quick. We missed. The, we couldn't talk about it a lot. Because there's so much that happens so quickly. So let's just go back to the beginning and uh, let's talk about the statue. All right. Um, And the voiceover. Well, I know the voiceover. I didn't get it all down, but uh, I know that it's Lex Luthor. He says, or, you know, I assume it's Lex Luthor, mostly because it sounds like Jesse Eisenberg. Kind of like Jesse Eisenberg. So, (laughs) and he talks about. um, It sounds like there's bits and pieces of like press interjected with. This monologue from possibly Lex Luthor, right? In the the quotes from the press, you hear you, you hear some people saying, you know, oh, you know, I think he's doing really good things, and then you hear other people that are like, you know, he's this destructive alien, and so you kind of get the idea that people are divided on Superman. And in the in the the landscape of this picture, you can see construction being done on some of the buildings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clearly, this is what's left of Metropolis and the rebuilding of Metropolis after the battle with Zod. Well, uh, I think if you look far enough into the trailer, even I think that statue uh, it is not just part of is not just there to honor Superman, but I think the uh, fallen, those, yeah, uh, the pillars behind him are kind of like almost like a nine eleven memorial where the names of every dead person 
is on those pillars behind. Of course, it's hard to tell, but yeah, I think it zooms in at one point and shows that there's writing or pretty close to zooming in and showing there's writing on those pillars. So it would make sense. Like a, yeah. It would. Yeah, it's and that's that's one of the things I think that makes sense for this movie to go into because everyone at the end of Man of Steel, of course, you know, people have been fighting about it for years is like, oh, he just kind of flippantly destroyed five or six cities, which, by the way, he he didn't. It, he, he and Zod, <laughs> Zod made most of the destruction with the world engine, and then he and Zod did a little more damage. But the, yeah. the point is people died, and everyone online is like, well, that's just kind of a flippant loss of life. And I think that this movie is going to show, well, no, they're... I think part of that is the nature of movies lately like especially like the transformers films and mm-hmm. there's a lot of destruct what the, what i call like destruction porn where they just oh yeah destroy entire cities right uh, and it, i got tired of seeing it um yeah especially in the transformers movies because it seemed like they're decimating cities at just that will well it, right and in those movies no one ever there's no fallout from all that destruction nobody addresses it Right, no consequence. Um, but it, it, we're even seeing now in in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that uh, in we, we just got done watching Daredevil, and that whole series is based on the consequences of the destruction in Avengers. Which is which I like. I think I like that though because they're, I did too. They're addressing it like right away. They hit you right in the pilot of Daredevil, right? <clears throat> and and that's okay. Like I I like that in this movie the. Because remember the 1970s original Christopher Reeve Superman? Of course. How Superman shows up one day and the only person on Earth who doesn't love him is Lex Luthor. <laughs> like <laughs> right. the, rest of the, the rest of the world is just like, yay, a flying alien who can lift entire boats and do all these amazing things. And we know that that's just not how it works in, in life if, right. if Superman existed – most people would be terrified. Right. Realistically, yes, you would have the people that would probably worship him as the savior, as uh, some kind of second coming. Um, oh, oh, absolutely. I think a um, great a great majority would fear him. Yeah. Uh, I, I liked, actually, when I was watching this, that, that it looks like some people are going to worship Superman because just the existence of Superman would upheave so many religious, you know, established religious beliefs, um, right. you know, well, yeah, in a manner, you know, um, in a manner of speaking anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's talk about the trailer again. So while the monologue is going on, we get the statue mm-hmm. and then we get, yeah, uh, we get Clark or Superman in the middle of this group of people, which yeah, with the face paint, I think it's like a Day of the Dead celebration. I was going to say it, it looks definitely like it's happening in during the Day of the Dead. <laughs> yeah, it looks like there's you know some kind of that's in like Mexico or something. I, I, I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm not a you know I'm not a historian. Well, any any <laughs> any Latin any um, Latin American culture really sure. So, yeah, so it looks like it could be Day of the Dead. It could be something else. It could be some kind of mm-hmm. new religious cult. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, worshiping Superman. Yep. Uh, yeah, because they're all trying to reach out and touch him, and it's real It's real calm and slow. They're not, mm-hmm. like, mobbing him. No, they're definitely doing, like, uh, like if the Pope went out in public, kind of, where yeah. people would just be trying to touch him and just be like, oh, my God, I, I touched I touched." God, basically, <laughs> right, is what I imagine they're thinking. And I mean, it's hard to tell. It's you know, it's a flash of a shot, but it definitely looks looks like worship. Yeah, and I'm going through it in slow motion now. Um, I've got like a like a, I'm just pausing and um, yeah, I'm I'm looking at my notes here. After that, it goes uh, to him catching that satellite, kind of. Right. It looks like I'm reading the words on it. It looks like a Russian satellite. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's kind of like destruction behind him. So something happens in space there. Maybe this is the beginning of the movie where he's still doing good or because um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you my theory at the end. We can both do that. Of, All right. Of what we're seeing. Uh, yeah. It's a very dark trailer, um, mm-hmm. especially when well, you get to the, the, the monologue from from both Alfred yeah. and, um, and and Batman. 
Well, I was going to say most of it is shots with Batman, and you yes. expect to see Batman at night, so of course the trailer is going to be dark because Batman just doesn't come out during the day unless it's the end of The Dark Knight Rises and he has no other choice. <laughs> and it's not Batman, it's mostly... <laughs> right. Uh, right. Yeah, I, I was leaning towards the tone was dark. Uh, uh, yeah, well, yeah, the tone is pretty dark for this first first trailer. Um, um, so, yeah, we get the satellite view and then we go back to the statue again. And it's still not mm-hmm. lit up all the way. Uh, well, then we cut to looks like a bunker. Yes. Um, and Superman is standing uh, in front of a ladder and these three uh, these four soldiers four soldiers with an S patch on each shoulder. Uh, this this made me like think of injustice. I'm not entirely like I can't figure out what is going on. Well, let me. In this- let me explain what happens in Injustice. I don't know if you know the game or the... Oh, I do know. I, okay. Yeah, I love that game. It feels like the in that world, in that Earth, where he does take over, it yeah. feels like those soldiers that are patrolling like Gotham looking for Batman and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. It feels like that. I don't... I just can't... It seems weird to me that Clark would willingly let these soldiers work for him. And it... I well, don't know. my thought almost when I saw this shot was... Um, you know, when soldiers are in the, uh, when you're in the military, uh, you get patches that go on your uniform or when you're in any kind of service, you can get patches that go on your uniform that are like, I was on this mission. Um, you know, this, uh, what is it? They're like mission patches and there are like operations, uh, operation patches. There are kind of like remembrance patches for like really big events. Like I think all firefighters and police officers, I I could be wrong on this. I should look it up, but I'm pretty sure that every New York firefighter and police officer now wears a 9-11 patch. I believe so. Yeah. So what I thought was going on in this shot was everyone is wearing a Superman patch in kind of remembrance of the invasion event and to honor the fact that Superman saved the world and that maybe they look upon him just as reverently as those people in the face paint that looked like they were worshiping. Maybe they're kneeling to him like out of respect. Like, I I don't know why they wouldn't be saluting, but that's kind of, you know, kind of what I got from it almost was that those were, were remembrance patches and they're just well if we think if 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 we kind of tie it into because man of steel is the lead into this movie of course right if we think about what happened at the end of man of steel during that movie the military is against him Mm -hmm. Uh, but then at the end we get the shot of him and the general talking with right uh, with a young carol ferris that we're led to believe Uh, yeah and they're kind of like talking about working together and uh, yeah that he doesn't they don't need to spy on him type of thing so uh, I can't see the government being against Superman at that point because at that point we were seeing them working together essentially, right? Even though he was angry about the satellite that was spying on him. Yeah, well, I don't think he was angry necessarily because he was very cordial. But I think it was more like you just need to give me some privacy, right? Kind of, right. You know, proving that you know I'm not hiding. I'm right here. Right, kind of like a I'll come out if you want me to type deal. Yeah, I'm here if you need me. So, yeah, yeah that and and the whole bunker thing too is kind of bizarre. I, I yeah, mean, not, not sure. De- yeah, puzzling shot. Yeah, well, it, which is cool because it just whets the appetite. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, we go back to the statue, more zooming in, yep. and the lights. More are, voice. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at over. it. I'm looking at it now, and there's definitely names on half of those pillars. Yeah, and this is the part where Jesse Eisenberg, he starts saying, um, he says, we know better now, don't we? Devils don't come from hell beneath us. They come from the sky. Which is interesting because the contrasting images you're getting right now is Superman in the sky with someone reaching out to him. Right. It's kind of because the the very next shot is – that's probably Amy Adams. It's hard to tell right right in this shot. It looks like an older woman. Oh, maybe it's maybe it's could um, be Martha. Could be Martha Kent as well. Yeah, um, and it, this this could lead towards my theory, which we'll get to at the end. All right. Um, at the end of this trailer review, again, now we're very close in on the statue with the hand out. And this is also where people start 
you know, you get like the mob, everybody yelling, go home, go home, go like they want Superman to leave the planet. Right, right. And this is the the statue was they've been rumored uh, images Mm -hmm. about the statue for a while on the Internet. Yeah. Um, And yeah, it does say false God in red and the the, the likeness Mm -hmm. on the statue is terrible. It doesn't look anything like Henry Cavill. (laughs) Yeah, I I have a problem with the the statue as a whole. I mean, this is very I mean, the movie doesn't come out for like 11 months now. So Mm -hmm. but at this point, this is very much a poorly CGI statue. Yeah. And I remember the people that were complaining about the first Jurassic World trailer. Oh, Uh, yeah. But the CGI since then has looked phenomenal. So. Well, just about every first trailer has pretty poor CGI. Yeah. Um, not everyone, that, uh, but most of them, just because most trailers now get released so far out from the movie. Yeah, yeah. Like and, I said, this one is 11 months. And this is technically not even a trailer. They're calling it a teaser trailer. <laughs> so, I know. It's a long teaser at two minutes. Yeah. So we get the statue with some spray paint with False mm-hmm. God over the, 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 the shield there. Yep. Uh, of the S. And then um, then we get our first look, I think, at Ben Affleck. Yep. Uh, yeah. And it fades up. And, on, we, and uh, Henry Irons. Uh, what's his name? Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Yep. Starts talking. Uh, does a little voiceover as Alfred. Do you have that quote? Um, I can get it if you don't. It's, that's how it starts. The rate. I, I didn't write it all down. It's fairly long, actually. Let me uh, turn the volume up a little bit. The rage, the sickness, the rage, yeah, something, something about that's how good men turn uh, cruel, right? The feeling of power, yes. Um, now, did you hear? I'm going to stop right here. I'm looking at Ben Affleck's face, and he's got the gray in his hair and everything. Yeah, but some people enhanced the trailer. <laughs> yeah, and apparently think this thing over his shoulder is a um, Robin costume over over his right shoulder, right? Yes, I can't. His, I'm not seeing it. I'm uh, not either, to be honest. <laughs> I, I saw that earlier today, and I'm. I just don't see it. I don't either. I, I've heard what, rumors that there might be one, but I don't see that that is it. The yeah, the internet buzz is that this movie happens after Jason Todd has died. Uh, well, it, yeah, I would say based on what we know. Uh, based on the imagery and based on Zack Snyder's uh, deep and professed love for the Dark Knight Returns, that it would be a safe bet that Jason Todd is probably dead in this movie. Well, let's talk about it for a second, because during filming, we got a lot of rumors about who Scoot McNary was going to play and who, yep. who certain actors were in this movie. Like Scoot McNary was wearing green socks. Everybody yep. thought he was the Flash. I thought that was absurd, but that didn't make any sense to me at all. That <laughs> right. just because he had on CGI, I figured CGI socks up to the knees probably meant that this guy had no legs. Yeah, something was wrong with his legs, or he had some kind of robotics down there, or something. Right. It made no sense that they were like, "Oh, green socks. He he'll run real fast." I'm like, "So he's gonna run real fast from the like, ankles, <laughs> from the from like yeah, from the knees. Like his hips aren't gonna move or anything." <laughs> So you, so I figured he they would probably gonna CG away his legs, but then yeah. we heard the the other rumor. I think you meant to lead up to uh, Carrie Kelly. Yeah, with uh, Jenna Malone. Yes, um, um, Jenna Malone from she's in the Hunger Games right now. Uh, quite a few things, uh, but she's got red hair on the set, yeah. and people are saying that it could be Carrie Kelly, that it could be Barbara Gordon. Well, not only. That, not just because she has red hair, but there was, I don't know if you read this story or not, but there was an uh, someone who claimed to be a set extra who went on the radio and said, I'm an extra from the set. Uh, I don't want my name revealed because <laughs> I signed an I signed an NDA, but Jenna Malone is definitely Carrie Kelly. I definitely saw her in a Carrie Kelly outfit. Well, let's let's stop for a second. Okay, let's talk about the Dark Knight Returns. Uh, for, yeah, yeah. For anybody listening that doesn't know that book, stop and go read it. Uh, it's <laughs> mandatory reading, I think, <laughs> for Batman uh, fans. I actually just tweeted about this earlier, and I was like, uh, <laughs> I like the Dark Knight Returns, but it's not even in my top three. I don't think so. Well, that, that's okay. I just think if you're going into this movie, I think you oh. need to know this book. 
Oh, for sure. This this is definitely not an adaptation, a, a straight up Dark Knight Returns adaptation. Right. But it's got a lot. It's influenced heavily by it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. So in that book, uh, Batman's been retired for however many years. <coughs> Quite a few. Yeah, and he's not- actually in that book. He's older. Even then, Ben Affleck is going to be in this movie. He's in his, like, 50s or 60s in that book, I think. Yeah, he's a very old man, and he hasn't been, you know, he hasn't been needed. So yeah. he hasn't been doing anything. Kind of like the way you see Batman in The Dark Knight Retur- uh, Dark Knight Rises. Right. Um, but now he's needed again, so he's back on the street fighting mutants in this uh, in the same way that he used to, but he's a lot older, a little bit bigger, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and this, oh, side, yeah. this side story is, is this girl, Carrie Kelly who begins kind of following the Batman story and mm-hmm. is, is fighting crime kind of alongside him. And then she like breaks into the, I don't, does she don't break in the cave. Uh, no, she just kind of, kind of in the vein of Jason Todd and Tim Drake. She just kind of figures out who Batman is. Right. And does she create her own costume? Yeah, she yeah. makes it at home one night and and sneaks out the window and down a drain pipe. <laughs> right, because her parents are fighting all the time. Yeah, her parents are like abusive alcoholics or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, this comic is very dark, so if, you know, mostly oh, yeah. for adults. <laughs> there's, uh, yeah, there's a, a transgendered kind of lesbian kind of not topless lady with nazi swastika pasties on in this book it's not for kids which i can't believe they did in the animated movie i can't believe they got i know uh the animated i almost like the animated movie even better than i like the book just because of the way it it cuts yeah but that's a different story altogether i think the only only difference is i like the inner monologue that you get in the book from batman but uh yeah yeah of course uh, so there's this Carrie Kelly Robin that this is a, a fan favorite Robin. Uh, she's actually even in the New Fifty Two um, concurrently. Is she now? Uh, yeah, they did a, a series where uh, spoiler alert: uh, the, the new Robin is Damian Wayne. That's Batman and Talia Al Ghul's son. Right, and he dies. Um, right, but before that, he was being tutored by somebody, and we didn't know who it was. Eventually, we find out it's Carrie Kelly in college. Oh, see, I didn't read that one. <clears throat> um, so Batman was kind of, or Bruce was kind of letting her still be paid and coming to take over, take care of the dog and stuff. Uh, letting yeah. her think that Damien is on, away at a boarding school and, yeah. not, and not dead. Uh, right. Nothing ever came from it. She disappeared pretty quickly because then they would later bring back Damien. Uh, of course. <laughs> in a very bizarre dark side kind of way. And now he has yeah. superpowers. Uh, oh, geez. So it's getting kind of crazy. But the, the the series that ran where he was trying to find Damien's body, that was, yeah. a, that was a cool run. But now that he's back with superpowers, I'm kind of over it. Yeah. Um, but okay, back to the trailer. Anyway, yeah, back to the trailer. <laughs> uh, so Carrie Kelly may appear. I don't see this Robin suit in this, this scene mm-hmm. with, with Ben Affleck where we first see Ben. I don't either. Um, but if it's there, I'm all for it. Uh, right, exactly. I'm okay with it. Uh, and right. it cuts right to the shot of that suit hanging up in the in yeah, the little chamber. If we're supposed to believe that that's the same shot where it's just cutting over to the suit, he doesn't look happy that he's looking at the suit. <laughs> like, no, he kind of looks like he's contemplating. Like, I didn't think I would have to do this again. Yeah, yeah. I like the yeah. the, the the scowl look on the cowl. Like yeah. this, this this menacing look that's built into the cowl. It's a great looking Batman mask. Um, and it's interesting because it, it's an attached neck, not like the Dark Knight uh, costume. Right. So it'll be interesting to see what they do there with how he can move ooh, his neck. Oh, I have insight into that. I knew you did. I knew you I did. Do, I do. Um, <laughs> you and I talked about this once. Yep. And this is weird, but I'm I'm kind of tangentially attached to this. Um, I'm I'm. I'm a I into cosplay. I I have my own Batman suit, and um, so in this way, I get to know a lot of artists, uh, people that make masks and make stuff. And uh, I know one guy, and you should everyone check out his work. His name is Sean Reeves. It's Sean S H A W N, and it's Reeves R E E V. Z. But anyway, you should check him out. He's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything. He's he's awesome. He does great work. But uh, around the time uh, we were first learning about this film, 
Sean started kind of saying on his Facebook, uh, you know, oh my God, I just met with this, he has a friend that's actually in the industry and he goes, oh my God, my, my buddy just showed me the Batman stuff. It's amazing. I really can't say that much about it, but, um, if you ask me any questions I can answer, I'll let you know. And people said, well, is it a one piece neck or is it one piece or two piece? And Sean goes, it's one piece. But he'll be able to turn his head and people are like, what do you mean? You know, cosplayers are like, no, you that's not possible. And he goes, no, no, trust me. They did this whole thing where they put a lot of R&D into it and they built it in such a way that inside the neck there's just a piece that is – not like anything I've ever seen. He's going to be able to move his head even though it's one piece. So he can still get that really full neck that without the bobblehead effect but still not have to do the bat turn like Michael Keaton to see what's to his left and right. <laughs> right, the full body turn. <laughs> right. Right. All right. So it's, yeah. it, you know, provided he's right, and I, I don't have any reason to think he's not. Sure. It's going to look pretty good and. Um, actually I think we can see like a microsecond of it later in the trailer, but, um, I just wanted to talk more about this shot that we can see right here on our screen right now. Yeah. Um, how this suit is not black armor. It's like gray Kevlar almost or fireproof material of some kind. Yeah. It's definitely not the armor you see in in any of the Batman movies you've seen so far. Uh, it's got the very cool, very Frank Miller Batman logo on the chest. And uh, it is used. This is, yeah. I mean, he's got knife marks on his chest. <laughs> yeah, there's there's cuts across it, at least. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you can tell, yeah, it's taken some damage. Um, yeah. And it's just sitting in this little case, kind of like you see in the animated series and in the comics. Yep. Uh, yep. It's just, just sitting there, and it's, it looks amazing. Um, yeah, it's well lit, too. Yeah, and they zoom in pretty close. And it looks like at the neck, it's got like a fold there. So maybe it's that's what we're seeing there. I think that's probably part of it. Yeah, because there's definitely a little fold right around almost the jawline jaw. up yeah. towards the ear. Yeah. So that could be part of what I was hearing about. And that kind of looks leathery. So maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, it's, um, yeah. So then we cut in. We get the logo. We get the in 2016. And then we yep. get this uh, like a, this ruins. Uh, type scene uh mm-hmm. in the center of it it's dark obviously there's light coming in a uh, very cool lit scene it's raining through the roof yeah it's and in definitely the, batman there yeah it looks like he's in that armor from the dark knight returns yep uh he's holding something and then we see this plane kind of zoom in right over this dockyard right and looks like a bat plane to me <laughs> yeah i'm kind of taking it frame by frame right now because yep. it starts shooting towards this pickup truck that has a large uh, machine gun in it and, a, and this one dude shooting at it as yep. well. Uh, and it's shooting bullets. So there's my point of thinking it's not the Batplane. Batman doesn't use bullets. Well, kind, well, but he, I don't he, know. This guy, whoever this is, straight up kills these two dudes. Because this That's truck, true. This truck That's explodes. true. There is somebody in, yeah, it, you're probably right. Because I was going to say... People flipped out when we got that first image of the new Batmobile that had the guns on the front. <laughs> right. And, but, you know, my defense, I think it was your defense, too. It's it's more of a defensive and and uh, not yeah. a not to be used against humans type thing. It's well, not only that, but we've got to remember that the Burton Batmobile had guns on mm-hmm. it. The Burton Batplane had guns on it. Batman straight up tried to shoot the Joker with missiles in Batman 89. <laughs> yeah. He was almost as bad of a shot as a stormtrooper, <laughs> considering his targeting system, but he definitely tried to shoot the Joker. Yep. And then the Batpod had cannons on it in the Nolan series. Yes. Inti- again, with like the intimidation factor. Right, in the intimidation factor. So, but still, you there are two dudes there that I don't know because Burton and I, I don't keep I don't want to keep going back to Burton to justify what I would say. I don't like if this is Batman killing people. I don't like it. Yeah, but it's not without precedent because 
again, in Batman 89, the Batmobile drives into the chemical plant, which is full of Joker's guys, and he blows it up. <laughs> like, just straight up blows it up. And people love Batman 89, so... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't quite hold up, but, you know... No, um, it doesn't, but people still love it, and so... I don't know. Yeah. So then, moving on, we get our first shot of the, the rear of the Batmobile. Right. Um, driving through a, a ball of fire. Yep. Um, then we kind of go towards more logo stuff. Uh, camera's kind of flowing you through the, the Superman shield. And then we get yep. our first look at... Uh, Kind of Batman standing up in the in the normal armor, the one we saw in the case. Oh yes, um, he's massive. <laughs> yeah, he's a big dude. <laughs> he's, well, they showed uh, there were pictures of Ben Affleck floating around the internet, you know, around the time of filming, uh, just out and about with his family, and he did. He got big for this role, but yeah, when he, you see him in that suit, it's like holy crap, that guy's massive. <laughs> Yeah, and it looks like it's the ruins of something. Uh, there's mm-hmm. fire in the background, and something's been destroyed. So for sure. Um, again, we're kind, getting, yeah, getting a lot of Batman. Um, yep. Um, well, they know how to sell it. Batman <laughs> is definitely Warner Brothers' big money maker. Yeah, and then we kind of get your your typical Batman shot. He's standing on <laughs> the top of a building, holding uh, a rifle. Yeah, it looks like a sniper rifle. Um, it's got a big scope. <clears throat> what I think that is, and this is going back to the Dark Knight Returns, yeah, is in the Dark Knight Returns, he has a snipe. What you you see this if you, when you're reading it for the first time, and if you've never read it, I'm about to take this away from you. So, spoiler alert! But there's a panel. You flip to the panel, and Batman's got a rifle, and you're just like, "What is Batman doing with a sniper rifle?" <laughs> Nothing looks more unusual than that shot. Exactly, but he takes it and he puts it to his shoulder and he fires and a grappling hook comes out of it and yeah. he runs between two buildings on that line. So And he's going after I think that's is that the two face? That's when yeah. He, yeah, that's when he goes after two face. So when I saw this shot and he's holding a rifle, I'm like, Yeah, Dark Knight returns. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sweet. And then we get the shot that everybody knows about. Mm-hmm. Uh the scene from Comic Con this past summer. Of Batman in the in the uh, the faux yep. Hulkbuster armor, <laughs> if you want to call well, it that. Yeah, it's well, it's it's the Superman Buster armor for yes. sure. <laughs> yeah, with the with the very cool glowing eyes and but I, I think yep. what I like about it is it kind of looks like Lego Batman. <laughs> a little he bit. does look a little Lego-y. Um, and, um, I like the and this is the part where we get to hear Batman's voice. What? Yeah. All right. So before we get into describing what this Batman voice is, mm-hmm. uh, everybody, I, I, it's almost unanimous. Nobody liked the Bale Batman voice. Well, almost. I did, but okay, that's fine. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hate it. Um, no, I'm in the minority. I have a friend who is a a, a speech pathologist, mm-hmm. and she can't she can't watch those. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, from can... a very professional standpoint. His voice just grates on her nerves, which I understand. Especially though, she must have been irritated with the Bane one too. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then you look at a show like Arrow, mm-hmm. where he's 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 got a mask, but he's got to talk yep. to people a lot, uh, and they yep. use like a voice modulator with it. Um, right. And it's kind of built into the suit, which right. which is very cool. And I thought, oh, they just do 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 that. That's the easiest solution. Well, and, that's that's comic book based yeah. yep. for batman uh uh he's had a voice uh i had this th- i might even still have a book it was like a a batman in like an illustrated uh book that had you know gorgeous photos but then it kind of broke down it was like an encyclopedia only for comic books it was like this is batman's suit he's got this you know it would have little arrows and it would say you know Special Kevlar armor, lightweight, designed by Wayne Enterprises. Uh, special cowl with, you know, these kind of inserts to protect from head injury. And one of the things I remember from that book is it, it uh, there is in his cowl a voice changer that will change his voice so that he can talk and not have anybody figure out, pardon me, who he is. <laughs> 
Um, uh, yeah, and I and I love that idea. I've you know I've always kind of thought, why not do that? Why haven't they done that? It seems so simple, right? Because now, well, uh, not only that, I I think it takes a lot of credit away from um, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, to have Commissioner Gordon be friends with Bruce Wayne and work with Batman all the time, and unless he's doing Christian Bale Batman voice all the time not figure out by his voice that he's Bruce Wayne. Like, and I'm going to say something here that's a little to everybody, including myself is a little weird, but even Kevin Conroy, the di- he, there was a difference between his Batman and a Bruce Wayne and his Bruce Wayne, but not enough. I think that would fool commissioner Gordon over a period of years. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's the point over time. He should have been able to figure it out. Yeah, so voice changer for this when he looks at Superman and says, "Do you bleed?" I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the scene from like we were saying from Comic Con where he's standing, mm-hmm. it looks like on a roof, and he's looking up at uh, Superman who's in the sky. Yep, uh, and then lightning strikes, and you can see it is Superman. That was that, at least that's from the uh, yeah the Comic Con trailer. He says, "Yes, do you bleed?" And then then what does he say? Uh, you will. Yeah. It goes black and he says, you will. And then you get the uh, Superman logo. And then it shows you that it's the Superman logo inside the Batman logo. Right. Like the very first reveal that we got from mm-hmm. this movie. And then, of course, it says Superman or Batman v Superman Donna Justice. Uh, right. Uh, before that, though, we got the, the shot of Superman flying down and crashing to the land and just right. kind of like a stare down with with bats. Yep. Uh, so that's the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Um. I all right. Scale of one to ten. How excited? Oh, a ten for sure. Yeah. Uh, um. It, I. I uh, I've been waiting for something like this for quite a while. <laughs> I think any comic book or Batman or Superman fan has been waiting this their whole life. Yeah. Well, I kind of have in a way, and and this is kind of what I was talking about earlier when I was talking about um. My kind of not love for the not hatred for the Justice League, but my my general eh towards Justice League is um, like for Batman, uh, I I'm excited for this movie, but they're going to have to work pretty hard to make Batman not look silly next to Superman because what works in comics doesn't necessarily always work in a live action movie. Right. You think about uh, the the pretty obvious comparison to that, that theory is the Robin factor mm -hmm. Uh, in a comic book. You can have a guy adopt a 13 year old and make him fight crime against these supervillains that, that cops can't fight right in a, in a movie you can't. It, right, and I'm. I know a lot of people are Robin fans. I'm. I'm not. I never have been. Um, Robin is a very uncomfortable character to me. Just from even before I I had teenagers, it was like, why is Bruce letting a 13 year old or younger? I think Dick Grayson was might have even been younger when he first appeared. Why is he letting? this boy go out and and fight adults like if you put a a 13 year old kid let's say you get a 13 year old actor and then get an adult to play whatever villain you that kid is gonna look ridiculous beating up an adult on camera yeah like he just is so yeah i've i mean i'm a robin fan dick grayson's one of my favorite characters but i totally see everybody's point Right. And and that's what I'm saying with this with this Batman Superman movie is like I love Batman. He's my favorite fictional character, period, from any medium. And uh, I like him in his own context whenever I he just gets weird to me when he has to fight with superman with the flash with uh aquaman and wonder these people are are like living gods and he's batman and no matter how well trained he is he can't keep up with people that can move the earth 
So right. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah. And we're both I think diehard Batman fans, so having to kind of be, you know, uh, real, Superman should be able to kill Batman no problem or at least yeah. take him down. Right. And uh, you know, they they give him the suit which will help a little bit, but we know that it, I'm going to get into it and I'm going to love it, but it's not I hope it doesn't last long. Like, I know Batman and Superman fighting is not going to last long. You can't put Batman up there and have him have this huge drag-out, beat-all brawl for, like, five minutes with Superman. It's got to be pretty quick, I think. Okay. So, the the rumor is, for the storyline's sake... Mm -hmm. um, that Batman was watching Superman during the the fight with Zod, mm-hmm. that he was in the shadows, or you know he was watching this whole thing, and and now he has to sort of deal with this alien that we don't know anything about, and so mm-hmm. he like in the comic books is very apprehensive mm-hmm. when it comes to to, to Clark. Uh, yeah, he has to figure out who and what this is and how it can be used against Earth, um, and that's what Batman right. does. Is he you know he. All along you know, throughout the history of the comic books, he's always had a contingency plan for both Superman and the entire Justice League. Right. Because um, they've all been compromised at some point or the other. Right. Well, that's kind of, that's kind of like I showed this trailer to my fiance last night and she goes, why are they fighting? Aren't, aren't Batman and Superman friends? And, I, and so I had to explain to her, well... Yeah, they are, but Batman is a paranoid person who knows that Superman is an all-powerful alien from outer space, so he's not entirely convinced that one day Superman won't flip his lid and decide to enslave everybody, so he has to come up with these backup plans to stop Superman, and this is the first time he ever meets Superman, so he doesn't even know if Superman is even a good guy, so that's why they're fighting. (laughs) Yeah, that's a mouthful. (laughs) It is, but that was Um, the only way I knew how to explain it. Yeah. And I would say, right, he's in this movie, he's trying to figure out what's going on, and I don't, I wouldn't consider him to just jump at attacking Superman. No. I have to feel like something triggered him to do this, whether it's Mm -hmm. Lex Luthor's persuasion, whether it's, Mm -hmm. uh, and this is my theory for the movie, based on the soldiers in that that bunker, Mm -hmm. I have a feeling somebody's controlling Superman with some type of kryptonite. Well, you know, and there's there's a couple other factors that are not even in this trailer that might have something to do with in their their names are Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Right. Um they don't even we haven't seen them yet. We don't know Well, for as far as we know, the the Aquaman is is not going to be very long. That's That's it's, true. It's there is that cameo, rumor. but there is Victor Stone, uh mm-hmm. which is Cyborg. He is very much he was one of the first people cast for this movie. Right, and I love that we don't know anything about this movie, which is as we shouldn't because like it is still so far away, but it's like, you know, we don't know if if someone comes after super I I have to imagine that Lex Luthor comes after Superman at some point, but we don't know what part Wonder Woman plays or what part Victor Stone plays, or what part even anybody else plays yet in in facilitating why Batman and Superman would get to this point where they're going to have this fight or any kind of interaction, period. Uh, yeah, and and again, like we kind of mentioned earlier, we don't know who Scoot McNary is. Right. Uh, we don't. We don't have, I mean, we have rumor, we don't know who Jenna Malone is. Nope. Or how big her role is. Um, nope. And, and, you know, we have we have confirmation that Lex Luthor's assistant, Mercy Graves, is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which could be a, a few things, because in the animated series, Mercy Graves is kind of an android. Right. Um, I don't think they're going to go that way. Uh, no. Maybe not at first. But it also confirmed is Carol Ferris is back in it. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, hmm. I she, guess I missed that somehow. Uh, I saw it. Again, it's Wikipedia. So. Okay. Um. But it was just confirmed that she's in it again. Again, how big her role is? She was only in the, like two scenes in Man of Steel, right? Um, but the other thing is it, that that first picture we got of Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, he looked an awful lot like he was wearing a prison outfit. A little bit, yeah. 
Yeah, so we don't know what he even gets up to. Like, and his uh, his rumors. Uh, uh, you've heard his rumored storyline, right? No. Uh, based on he's like a I don't I don't know if it's like he's a hacker, or he's like a web guy. Oh, or an no. internet person or a computer person. So he's blogged to doom in the Superman universe. <laughs> kind of, I think. Uh, maybe I maybe I am mixing that up with Doctor Doom. No, yeah. I think he's he's something to do with like he is a self made millionaire, but yeah. he he's done it through corruption and through through gangs and and stuff like that is, mm-hmm. is what I remember hearing something like that. Um. So yeah, he could have been in prison. Um. If we if they're going that route. Uh, or it could be, you know, he does end up in prison quite a bit in the comic books. So, yeah, that's true. So, um, it, yeah, and again, these are all internet rumors, and most of them come from that Latino Review website uh, that seems to get the break on all these stories. But I don't that's know. True. I, don't, I don't know how much legitimacy they have, where they're right and where they're wrong. Um, I know recently they were wrong. Somebody was wrong big time about something. I can't remember what it was, but yeah. That happens with those scoop sites, though. Yeah, yeah, it's one of the the the, the things I hate most about the internet. Yeah, so definitely, there's there's a lot of fun things to look forward to. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and a long way to go before we get there. We're almost a full year away. Uh, oh yeah, I I doubt we're gonna get anything for quite a while at this point. This I'm, was. Yeah, this was this is a gift, yeah. and I'm surprised you were gonna get something on Monday because I figured it would be Comic Con. Mm, yeah, that's true. It, ah. Especially or, with- or yeah, Comic Con. Yeah, I guess I was gonna say C2E2 is before that, but they probably would have gone for Comic Con. So this was definitely kind of a a nice thing to get. I haven't seen much. I'm gonna be at C2E2 in Chicago. Okay, cool. Um, I haven't seen much about a DC panel or anything like that. I mean, there's a Jason, yeah. a Jason Momoa <laughs> panel, but they're yeah. not, not really talking Aquaman. It's all about uh, right. I'm I'm sure he can't say anything yet. So yeah, as much as he denied being cast as Aquaman, <laughs> I know it was like the worst thing ever. Everyone's like, "We know you are," and he's just like, "No, nope, <laughs> right. no, nope, not." And everyone's like, "Yeah, you are." <laughs> It was kind of funny. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, and then you go on the flip side and you look at like Star Wars with John Boyega and how he couldn't tell anybody. He didn't want to tell his parents. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. He didn't even tell his folks that he was in Star Wars. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, maybe we'll get more at Comic-Con, maybe one more trailer. I mean, last Comic-Con, all we really got was that little scene and then the three posters of Batman, Superman, and then the big reveal was the Wonder Woman look, which I was blown right. away by. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, she's definitely a huge question mark in this movie because everyone knows her most from the Fast and Furious movies where she didn't get to do a whole heck of a lot. <laughs> no, and her voice doesn't – it didn't – me and my friends are rewatching the whole franchise uh, Fast and Furious, and we just got to when she was debuting, and then the episode or the movie after, she doesn't. I don't. I, I can't say the quality of her acting because this is all she's done, and Fast and Furious right. isn't known for acting uh, ability. Um, but I, it's going to be interesting what they do with her voice because she's she's a, I think an Israeli woman, right? Um, and she's got that accent, so yeah, we'll see what they do as far as Wonder Woman having an Amazonian history mm-hmm. or what they do with that character's backstory. Cause the rumors about that movie are crazy too, that it's going to start like in the past. Oh, and, everyone's talked about all kinds of things about that movie. Yeah. And now they just re they just got a new director and um, yeah, it's, it's all kinds of crazy over there, but let's talk for just one second before we go. The, sure. su- the suicide squad stuff. Oh yeah. Suicide squad. I, I'm, just about as excited for that movie as for Batman v Superman. Exactly. And I think I'd almost be more, I'm a big Jared Leto fan and mm-hmm. I'm so excited to see him be Joker. Oh yeah. Uh, even if it's like just one scene, I, I don't even care. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but they're saying now, I think Margot Robbie is going to steal the show. Uh, oh yeah. As Harley. Um, but what they're saying is that this movie chronologically is going to take place between Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. That would be interesting. Uh, yeah, because we're supposed to believe in Batman v Superman that Batman's been around already for a while, that he's already fought mm-hmm. the Joker and 
Um, yeah. And then a lot of the stuff in Suicide Squad, we're probably going to see some prison stuff uh, with them because that's where they're from. They're from prison. Right, exactly. Uh, so we'll see. That cast just seems to keep growing, too. Yeah, it's it's um it's got like one more part they're looking to fill, I think. Uh they're still looking to fill Steve Trevor, I believe. Yeah, for both Wonder Woman and this movie, I think. Um also they they haven't confirmed who this they want Deathstroke and people think that they've already cast Deathstroke, but there is no yeah. confirmation of that just yet. Well, they had they were saying that it was Joe Mangalianello for quite a while and he went on Twitter and was like, "Nope." But yeah, no. Yeah, it's we'll see. I thought yeah. he would have made a good Superman, but uh, I don't know. I'm not sold on him, but you're not sold on Ben Affleck either. So uh, no, I'm I'm going to give him a chance, just like I'm going to yep. give Channing Tatum a chance to be Gambit. Um, oh jeez, I have no interest <laughs> in that movie at all. He's he would be my second favorite character. But yeah, as far as Suicide Squad goes, uh, as long as they give Margot Robbie the right material to work with. Uh, when I watched Wolf of Wall Street, I was like, because I didn't see it until after she was cast as as Harley Quinn. I was like, yes, this woman can totally play Harley Quinn because in Wolf of Wall Street, she's definitely one half of a very dysfunctional relationship. So uh, Harley Quinn is one half of the world's most dysfunctional (laughs) relationship. So I think she'll do just fine. <laughs> I'll be interested to see. Uh, did you see the animated Ar- uh, Attack on Arkham? I did. Yeah, um, it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't I li- great. It wasn't I li- bad. Yeah, I liked it, and it kind of pulled from the New Fifty Two Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. um, where like Deadshot and her kind of have a relationship, right? And that's I I didn't get to see it. I was too bit. Uh, I ended up being too busy. I wanted to see that movie Focus that she's in yeah. with Will Smith. Where I was like, I have to watch this movie. It's her and Will Smith acting together before they act together again in Suicide Squad, and I missed it. Uh, yeah, I'll catch it on VOD or something. But yeah, same uh, here. What's cool? I, I think it's amazing that Will Smith is in this movie. Uh, I'm a big Will Smith fan. Yeah, and for him to be in a superhero movie where he's a super villain, mm-hmm. um, and he's going to be wearing a mask most of the time if they do it. Uh, maybe not a mask, but something over his face. He'll at least have that eye yeah. going on, which yeah. which Arrow's done. I think done a good job with Deadshot. Yeah, um, and to, to see it in this version is going to be cool because again they're they're kind of changing the the race, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, no problem with that. So we'll see. Nope. It, I, I I'm very excited to see because you would think with Will Smith being in it that he would be the leader of that group. Totally. Um. So and we'll, I, and I think that's probably part of the big reason that. Because people were like, oh, no, Tom Hardy dropped out. There must be problems. And my reaction was not really. They got Will Smith and Jared Leto to play Deadshot and the Joker, which are two huge roles. And then they hired somebody to tweak the script. Probably Rick Flagg's part got cut considerably to the point where Tom Hardy was just like, you know what? This isn't a big enough role. I, I, I'm out, which is fine. Yeah. I'd rather have more Deadshot and Joker than more Rick Flag. And I'll be honest, this is gonna this is gonna make some waves. I'm not a big Tom Hardy fan. Oh um, yeah. I don't like you know. I wouldn't say Joel. I think it's Joel Kinnaman took his role. Um, yeah. From the killing in RoboCop. I, yeah. I wouldn't say he's a better actor than Tom Hardy. No. But I think it'll be different. It'll be interesting. I think Tom Hardy's too big for a, for a Flag character. Where Flag yeah. isn't as important in the DC universe as, you know, like... Exactly. So, like like I said, probably the part just ended up getting cut down to nothing. Yeah. So... And, and we'll see. I like David Ayer, who's the director. Um, yep. What was the movie he just did? Uh, Fury. Fury with Brad Pitt I thought was amazing. Yeah. So we'll see. I missed see. that one, so... Uh, the kid from Fury is rumored to be uh, up for the Spider-Man role, too. Uh, I heard that. And I would be okay with it. He's like Percy Jackson and those Percy Jackson. Yeah, yeah. I like him. So uh, that's good. That'd be cool. We got a little Marvel talk in there. (laughs) Although I think that kid from, yeah, just for a little more, isn't that guy, isn't that kid from Fury though? He's probably too old now. Yeah, because they're doing the high school thing. Now that Feige said they're definitely doing high school and they're definitely looking for some, an actor who can look 15 or 16. Yeah, because uh, so. I'm sure they want somebody that can be the role for a while. Yeah, I would imagine so. 
So yeah, um, well, that's an hour. Uh, yeah, I think we, we did quite a bit. Yeah, that was that was fun too. Uh, yeah, it was kind of an impromptu thing. So again, yeah. uh, this uh, I'm from Atomic Geekdom. You can find us on t- uh, Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. We're on iTunes as well. Subscribe, leave us a review. Matt, yep. you guys, I'm I'm from Two Broke Geeks, and we're on Twitter at Two BG Pod, and uh, I'm on there quite a bit. I live tweet Flash and Arrow and sometimes Supernatural, depending on how tired I am by the time. I always watch it, but sometimes I don't live tweet it. But I'm on there quite a bit, so you uh, can find – yeah. It's my next step. I'm actually watching And we're it. on iTunes, Two Broke Geeks. <laughs> Very good. And Stitcher. <laughs> yeah, we actually both live tweet Flash and Arrow, uh, which yep. makes for a fun Tuesday-Wednesday combo. Yeah. Uh, always a good time. So, yeah, thanks for joining me. Yes, thank you. Thanks for letting me join you. Yeah, it was fun. And uh, we'll do it again sometime. Totally. All right, see you guys. See ya. See ya.